Welcome to the Story Exchange. I'm Colleen DeBase. And I'm Sue Williams. New York City is the undisputed fashion capital of the U.S. You're listening to the end of a typical fashion show. There's beautiful models strutting by, people clapping. And this is slightly less glamorous, but New York City is also the trash capital of the country. Residents alone produce 12,000 tons of waste a day. 12,000 tons. I know, it's unbelievable. So today... Today... We're talking to an entrepreneur who's actually working at the intersection of fashion and trash. Our goal is really to reuse as much as possible. That's Jessica Schreiber. A former sanitation department employee who saw the need to recycle waste from the fashion industry. FabScrap started in the very end of 2016. We work with the fashion, interior, and entertainment industries in the city to collect excess and unwanted materials and resell or redistribute or recycle them so that they don't go to landfill. And we're talking about commercial textiles here. All the leftover swatches and cutting room scraps that, say, Marc Jacobs or Oscar de la Renta or Derek Lamb might be throwing away. Yards of cotton, strips of wool, pieces of luxurious silk, linen, leather. None of that is eligible for New York City's recycling program. Right. That's just for residents, not for businesses or fashion brands. And that's what really bothered Jessica. Textile waste is growing so massively that we really should be thinking about it the way we think about paper or plastic or metal. Jessica's vision was fab scrap. So we pick up bags of fabric, boxes of fabric, rolls of fabric, and it all comes to our warehouse in Brooklyn where it gets weighed in. I can start by measuring all the cuts. Yeah. We stopped by the warehouse. At the height of the pandemic, actually. Just a heads up for everybody. The Story Exchange is here at the warehouse filming, and they may be heading to the shop this afternoon. They are filming Inside this giant warehouse, wearing masks, are volunteers. And that might be people interested in waste, people interested in fashion, home sewers. I'm to get to a zone. If you have any questions, my name is Nick. Flag me down. And thank you all for being here. Thank you. And so this is the fun part. Yes, volunteers, artists, FIT students. That stands for the Fashion Institute of Technology here in New York. Craft people. They all sift through all this fashion waste. And there are piles of it, like 12 feet high piles of huge garbage bags that have to be sorted through. If you come across any leather, lace, sequins, or fur, we just ask that the pieces be larger than one inch. Um, There's no mechanized systems, so you need to have actual humans. Do a stretch test. A lot of denim has uh, spandex Spandex in it, it, so that would go into spandex, but sorted. The sorted stuff either goes to Fab Scrap's shop, where it's sold to customers, or less ideally, it goes to a shredder. So small pieces get shredded and become insulation, but our goal is really to reuse as much as possible. But back to the small army that's doing the sorting and categorizing and removing hardware like zippers and buttons. Kind of just get into the flow. It's not too challenging, but every (laughs) different box sort of has a different adventure. So um, hopefully you'll enjoy it. So volunteers get to take home fabric for free. We aim to give away as much fabric as we sell. Thanks for coming to volunteer today. How's it going? 
We've had Girl Scouts come through. We've had people do their birthday parties at Fab Scrap. <laughs> we'll go until about noon. So as of the beginning of this year, we had moved half a million pounds of fabric and trims and leathers. <laughs> and so this would be called a mendable. We have a whole mendables rack here. Uh, and most, of most of the fabric that we get, we find a way to reuse or redistribute. And so that was really encouraging. When we come back, we'll tell you how Jessica got Fab Scrap off the ground with a little help from a reality TV show. Tonight on Fashion Startup. Stick around. The Story Exchange is a nonprofit media company that provides inspiration and information for entrepreneurial women. This year, we're celebrating our 10th anniversary by launching the annual Women in Science Incentive Prize. We'll award prizes of $5,000 each to five innovative women looking to mitigate the impact of climate change on our water supply. Keep an eye on our website, thestoryexchange.org, for more details. We've been sharing the story of Jessica Schreiber, a self-described trash nerd who started the fashion recycling startup Fab Scrap. Not many former New York City Sanitation Department employees have won attention from the fashion industry, <laughs> but she's one of them. Coming from waste management, I was very intimidated by fashion. Really, like, at sanitation, it's not that we had a really formal dress code, but, you know, at sanitation, fashion is not top of the agenda. <laughs> Jessica studied climate science and communication at Columbia University. I ended up at sanitation actually because of Columbia. One of her professors worked in sanitation and ran recycling programs there. Jessica was hired right as the city's Refashion NYC program was launching in 2011. Here's local news channel New York One. See, and the agency brings collection bins to buildings with 10 or more apartments. You put the items you wish to donate in the bins, and once it's full, sanitation picks them up, and the items are donated to Housing Works, which is a nonprofit fighting AIDS and homelessness. So I got to see how a citywide program of clothing collection was formed, was organized. It was honestly like really formational for me, I think, to be part of seeing something at that scale get rolled out. Jessica, we should note, is absolutely fascinated by trash. She told us she loved doing Waste characterization studies, literally ripping open bags of New York City garbage and sorting it into 180 different categories. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could pay me to do that. Me neither. <laughs> Jessica found it fascinating that trash looks different based on the neighborhood it comes from. And she loved finding things like birthday cake and paper plates and knowing there had been a party. So, while she's working at the sanitation department... That was when I started to find some more niche waste issues that really made me as passionate as I was. For instance, it really struck her that the agency doesn't handle commercial waste. For every pound we throw away as an individual or a consumer, the business created 40 pounds of waste upstream. And we're not tracking it and we don't know what's in it or where it's going. And that to me was like unacceptable. <laughs> While Refashion NYC was hugely successful with residents. Near the end of the fifth year, brands started to reach out and ask if their excess 
material was eligible for the refashion program. But it wasn't. And so when about 30 brands had reached out asking, what can I do with all this excess material? It was really heartbreaking to have to say, I don't, I don't know where to send you. The idea for Fab Scrap began to percolate. Jessica talked to a few people about it. One of them knew a producer on a television show and pitched this idea. Tonight on Fashion Startup, entrepreneurs get a once-in-a-lifetime chance to have their businesses funded by a major fashion and beauty investor. One of the judges was fashion designer Rebecca Minkoff. So how exactly does Fab Scrap work? Businesses that sign up receive Fab Scrap bags. They fill the bags with textiles. Then you just call or email me for pickup, and that's it. A one-time pickup would be $450 for up to 10 bags. It was like being on Shark Tank, and it was super intense. The judges were impressed. She raised $65,000. From three different investors. And they all actually encouraged me to move towards the nonprofit space which was interesting because as a nonprofit, there's no equity to give. So their investment really became seed donations for us to get started. And two weeks after that, Jessica quit the sanitation department. So yeah, that was, I don't know if that's how I had ever thought I would start a business, but it was a really millennial way to get started. <laughs> and she quickly won her first fashion industry clients. Eileen Fisher signed on really early. Marc Jacobs was one of the first brands to sign on. And each brand was really validating and gave us a lot of credit for other brands. Jessica was on her way. So we need to talk briefly about the pandemic because it impacts, well, everything, especially a startup in New York City. That was kind of like running full force into a brick wall. All of a sudden, overnight, I had to learn about unemployment. I had to learn about small business loans and um, healthcare. And it was like, I just want to pick up trash. Fab Scrap was forced to close its Manhattan storefront, but turned its attention to its e-commerce business. Which actually was good timing as the pandemic produced a resurgence in sewing. It was sort of like all hands on deck to understand what needed to get done and how. And just when things got really tight, we got a generous grant from Vogue, which was really helpful. So where we could, we were applying for everything possible just because we didn't know how long we would be down and what that would mean. And Did you have to lay anybody off? We, we reduced hours, um, but we did not lay anyone off. Well, that's amazing. We recently reached out to Jessica and her co-founder, Camille Tegel, for an update, and it's all good news. The company's expanding into Philadelphia, thanks to a partnership with Urban Outfitters. Which is based in Philly. And Nordstrom's, which has committed $1 million to support innovation in textile recycling throughout the fashion industry. And Fab Scrap's New York City store is open again, but now instead of Manhattan, where it was originally based, it's inside the company's warehouse at the Brooklyn Army Terminal. There's a really pretty white geometric line wraps over there, too. So, so that, you're at 11 and a half. Cool, so I can do four and a half more. People are still sewing. I might just take all five. I mean, like, why not have the ability to make some enormous, ridiculous thing out of it? And of course, there will always be trash to sort. I want to understand what it's like 
to open in a different city and how that might change the way that transportation happens or where we shred or what fabrics people buy because it's a different climate. And so I think we'll learn a lot by that first expansion. Fab Scrap has now worked with almost 600 fashion brands to save 850,000 pounds of fabric from going into landfills. Not bad for a nonprofit that relies so much on volunteers. Yeah, speaking of, it has now worked with over 7,000 volunteers. Amazing. Proof, as always, that one person can make such a difference. We thank Jessica for sharing her story with us. And we thank you for listening. This has been the Story Exchange. Join us next time to hear more stories about innovative and inspirational women doing the things they'd never dream of. Or maybe you would. If you like this podcast, please share on social media or post a review wherever you listen. It helps other people find the show. And visit our website at thestoryexchange.org where you'll find news, videos, and tips for entrepreneurial women. And we'd love to hear from you, especially if you know someone who should be featured on this podcast. Drop us a line at info at thestoryexchange.org or find us on Facebook. I'm Colleen DeBase, sound editing provided by Nusha Balian, audio recorded by Sam Shin. Production coordinator is Noelle Flago. Executive producers are Sue Williams and Victoria Wong. Our mixer is Pat Donahue at String and Can, recorded at Cutting Room Studios in New York City. 